Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Odd Couple fans, listen up. If you miss any portion of the show, just go download the podcast. New episodes go up daily on all platforms. So wherever you get your podcast, just type in Odd Couple, download the show, and hit the follow button so you don't miss us again. Hour number two, we've got Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, who joins us every Wednesday of the football season. He'll be in to tell it like it is in about 30 minutes. Uh, but until then, Rob, let's go to, I guess, kind of college football, kind of college, kind of pro. Interesting story that came out. Now, this was actually written by Mike Florio on Pro Football Talk in July, in the summer. But it's caught, today it, it really caught fire And the story, Rob, is that Caleb Williams, the presumed number one pick, the defending Heisman Trophy winner, the quarterback out of USC, who is fantastic. The story is that he wants whatever team drafted him or drafts him to give him partial ownership of the team. Now, Aaron Rodgers... Uh, according to a source for PFT, Rob, Pro Football Talk, he attempted the same thing when he went to the Jets uh, this summer. He was, you know, wanted to get some ownership, and the owner shut that down. Now, it's not clear from the reports out there if this is against the collective bargaining agreement. I would think it is. I don't know how you could you be remember, an owner and a player. Right. I, I just Rob I, G I, has some some because I I remember when Michael Jordan was the owner had ownership in the Washington Wizards, and then wanted to come back and play, and he had to give up that ownership. They made Magic right? that do partial. that. Magic had to sell his shit. Didn't he have to sell his Chris to come back? Well, I got the answer oh, yeah. for you guys. Go According ahead, to an article in Forbes, this was published back in 2017, actually. 
There is no rule that outright states an NFL player cannot own a the team or part of the team. However, due to salary cap restrictions, it is extremely unlikely because the owners would allow it. Well, yeah, how I mean, you couldn't that thank you for that, Rob G. I'm surprised there's no rule. They probably have just thought it was so out of bounds that there's no way it would even come up. And also, Rob, the thing that makes it really hard to do is, I mean, there are other issues, human issues, but just from a financial standpoint, you got a salary cap. There's like, you can't, that would, I mean, that would, you talk about like uh, going over the cap. If a guy has ownership of the team, how do you even calculate that? Exactly. It, it wouldn't work. Chris, you're 100% right. Uh, let, let me tell you something. Caleb Williams is an unbelievable talent. I, I think he'll be the first pick. God, you know, God forbid something happens. But other than if he just plays and does what he has done, Chris, he'll be the first pick. And you can shoot for pie in the sky, ask for whatever you want. It's negotiations. I, I, I just don't see it. But the stories that keep coming out are the ones that I just start to scratch my head. Like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go in the draft. I'm going to go to wherever I want to go. Uh, I'm not going to uh, – I want ownership in this. And next will be like uh, Lincoln Riley has to be the coach and I'm, that's the only way I'm going to go to that. Like, like, for all the talent, Chris, when I start to hear all that, I don't know if I'm an owner, if I want to get involved in a guy who's that much into everything. Like not nah, look, that that's an understandable statement. That, that's that's it. Like like you could add whatever you want, but I'm talking about me personally as an owner. I, I want you to play. I'm the owner. You know what I mean? We have a GM, just like players right. trying to dictate everything. I can't. I can't you can't operate like that. And all of these stories, whether they I'm assuming they're true, Chris. But they would bother me a little bit that this is going to be more than just drafting a franchise quarterback, developing him, and trying to win a Super Bowl. That there will be – because if you allow any of this prior to him getting there, you have opened up such a can of worms. There's no turning back. There's just no turning back. Well, let me say a few things. I think that's well said. I agree with pretty much everything you said, Rob. Um a few things. Number one, and Caleb Williams is great. Uh, I, I would take him number one. But for what it's worth, Rob, the midseason All-American team. Now, this is ESPN, so it's just, you know, their opinion. But they picked the midseason All-America team today. Caleb Williams was not only not the quarterback, he wasn't the second quarterback. Well, the starter was Michael Penix Jr. of Washington. Who who's is having a great season. Having a great year. Yeah, I'm not going to say he's better than Caleb, but he's having a great year. And Jaden Daniels from LSU was the second quarterback. Well, he's come also, this is right ahead, whenever they did the selection, Chris, was right ahead, the, the, the terrible game, his worst college Probably game against Notre Dame. Probably coming off is my Right? Guess. Yeah. Coming yeah, off like, It must game. have he been. three like, interceptions. In the first Notre half. Dame. He hasn't been great the last two weeks or last two games. You know, he he had only one touchdown. He wasn't as bad, but he had only one touchdown um, in the previous game and no picks. But like you said, he had three against Notre Dame. 
Um, and Arizona, you know, he had the one touchdown, but only 219 yards passing. Um, and then, so that's one thing, Rob. And we've said it. As much as you like him, as good as he looks, there's no sure thing at quarterback in the NFL. It just isn't. We've seen too many guys that people thought was a sure thing that were drafted first or drafted second or drafted third that never, ever panned out. So we we don't know what we're going to get from him. But beyond you're, you're right. Like The bottom line is Caleb Williams needs to just be focused on being the best quarterback he can in the NFL, Rob, because the jump from college to NFL is obviously – a huge one for a quarterback, obviously. And so you just need to be focused on that. And as an owner, right, let, let's just play with it. What, so you get to choose the coach? So you get to choose the coaching staff? So you get to choose the Jeep? Really? You get to do the roster? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. That makes no sense. We've, we've talked about this before when they were talking about players being involved in, and, and about drafting players, Chris. And I was like – you scouted them? Right. Like, like you, right. you really scouted them and you know what? Dude, I don't care if you watch their highlights on ESPN. Have you scouted these people right. that you're talking about? Right. You want them to draft and all this it's stuff. Impossible. I'm sorry. It's not possible. People it, do it, it for it, a living. Right. That's what they do for a living, Chris. Not, not as a hobby. It's their livelihoods. In football, it would be impossible. Basketball, I guess, because you got only 12 to 15 players, might be possible. Might. But football, it literally would be impossible for a player to know enough about everybody else in the draft to lead the draft. Now, you you hire people to do but the bottom line is no player should have that much power. And to be honest, Rob, it puts the player in a bad position. How in the world are you going to – like, be in that locker room and you're going to be in charge of cutting guys? You're going to be in – like, it just – there's no way it could work. You have a bad I mean, day with if, the coach, if, if Chris. If we're fantasizing, it, it could only be – like, you would have to be – like, you'd have to be beyond the greatest player ever, Rob. You would have to be like Superman darn near. Because if you're not – if you're human and you have bad games here and there like everybody else, even no matter how good they are, you can't, you you know what I mean? They can't be the owner and have guys look at you the right way. And, and then here's the other thing, okay? You're the coach and one of the players, Chris, you're yelling at him or whatever. <laughs> He's a part owner. Dude, don't, I, I'm, what are you talking about? I own this team. I, I own a percentage of this team. Don't talk to me like that. What? I'll fire you. I'll go up to the other guys and get you fired. You know, right? How, what kind of authority would a head coach have with a guy like that has that trump card right. in his back pocket? It's just those are the bad things that would not Team make it feasible. Would be terrible, Rob. Team morale would be terrible. Or there'd be guys coming up to you, yo, man. You know, I want that. I want that. I guess not max deal. That's the NBA. But you know, you know, I want that big contract next year, my man. You know, what if you boys with him? How are you going to have great friends on the team? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it just. Uh, or you have a, or you have an issue that you out. don't get. To, say he doesn't get the deal, Chris, that he wants. Right. He like, yo, I thought you were my boy. What? what right. What? You can't now, talk to now those players dudes. are mad at you. They're not right. mad at the front office. They're mad at you. Like, it's just impossible. As we flesh it out, 
You see how much nonsense it is. And and Rob, look, I don't know if this is Caleb. Um, this could be his dad, Carl. He did speak to GQ, and that's the article in which he said, you know, that they might, if they don't like the situation coming out of college with the NIL, they can easily stay, you know, and make millions and wait till the next year. And I don't know his dad from Adam. I knew LeVar Ball or know him. I haven't talked to him in a while. But, you know, when he was really hot and, right. and you know, all out there. And that was LeVar. Now, his sons, it seems like they had a really good relationship. I was around all of them together. So I, I, I hope their relationship is still great. And he obviously has gone into the background now, which is good. But, Rob, that was him. You, I, you may have met the guys, Lonzo, LaMelo. Uh, they were good kids. And it was their dad doing all the sneaker brand and all the talking, oh, he's better than Steph. Oh, he could beat – who did he say he could beat one-on-one? You know, Jordan. Jordan. Like, just crazy stuff. Yeah. That was the dad. So I, I, I don't – I'm not going to put this necessarily on Caleb. This might, Rob, just be his dad feeling like, hey, we got a meal ticket. Let's capitalize on every, every single way we can. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to explore all these things. But I just think you keep piling these things up, and you're an owner, Chris, and, and you just got to gotta start to think, is this going to be a headache for me? And that's just every first overall pick does not pan out. It's just as much as you want to say, oh, yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, can't miss this and that. He's going to be a generational talent. A lot of them don't pan out. So so it sounds like you, you think you're king of the world and everything's good. I mean, it didn't happen, Chris. But Matt Liner didn't come out of USC. He stayed. Went from the first overall pick to what number ten, and didn't have an NFL career to talk about. Right, that guy was supposed to be the number one pick, and he went back to college. Said he wanted to. Stay, he enjoyed hanging out in the dorm. Yeah, that's what he said. Right, Rob. How good was Vince Young in college? He was tremendous. Vince Young was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, and you saw, obviously, like you said, he didn't have an NFL career to speak of. RG three. RG three does what we do now. And he's young. I don't know how old he I bet you what he's probably is he 35? What, 35, maybe. I'm, I'm just look guessing. Look he, it up. He, I'm gonna say 35. Uh, 35? You, yeah. 33. Okay. Right so now. I said 32. You said 35. 33 years old. Yeah. I mean, he was and he was not only great in college, he was great his first year. His first year was offensive uh, rookie of the year, Chris. He played well. Yeah. You just don't know. It's just as simple as that. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Caleb Williams, there's reports that he wanted uh, a piece of ownership with which, whichever team drafts him. Uh, are you starting to wonder if uh, Caleb Williams will be worth it? Or what are your thoughts in general over this whole situation? 877-99 on Fox. It's Chris and Rob, the Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week... 
While we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Tyrac.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your ATV, boat, RV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com, 877 877- 99 on Fox. We're talking Caleb Williams. Your thoughts? All right, let's kick it off. Brandon in Dallas. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Brandon? Hey, what's up, Chris? What's up, Rob? Long time no talk. I know. How you been, buddy? How you been? What up, man? I've been good. I've been good. Had a different work schedule, but better believe, man, I'm always locked in. Thank you, bud. 
But uh, but yeah, I, I agree with both of you guys um, on this Caleb Williams. Um, I really don't think that they even think that somebody's going to give them ownership. I think they're just asking for it. But when I think about or when I talk about stuff like this, I always refer to Vegas, right? What does the Vegas odds say? What is an individual player in the NFL worth? Patrick Mahomes, at best, for most games, is worth four to seven points. Everybody else is either a point or two or not visible at all. They don't move the needle at all in, in, the, in the NFL. So there's no way you can give him ownership of the team because he's just not going to move the needle no matter how good he is. He might be worth a field goal at best. No, no doubt. Yeah, and, and we just talked about some of the practical issues, even if right. it were possible. It just, it's just, it's just not good out, for the workplace, no Chris, yeah, right? It's no not way. good for the Absolutely. workplace. It's just no way. it can't work out. Elaine in Seattle, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Elaine? Hey, what up, Chris Broussard? Hey, what up, Rob Parker? I love first things first, Broussard. I watch it every day. We haven't heard from you, Elaine, since they canceled Seinfeld. Where you been? I mean, I don't know, you know, taking a little bit of a break. You know, maybe oh. I'll be back, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. All good. I what you got? Good to hear stuff. from you, though. Good to hear from you. So this is what I think. I think, like, he is, he's an awesome talent. He makes great decisions. But, like, him asking for ownership, of course he's going to ask for ownership. He's going to ask for whatever he wants because he's so hyped up. Like, I mean, I would if I were him. But, Elaine, let me, but Elaine I get it's that. It's just we're, a ridiculous ask. Right. We're, we're, we get true. that. Okay, you could ask for whatever you want. But I'm asking you, Elaine, if you, terrible idea. If no, you own the team, though, and you hear, oh, I'm not going to go on the draft, I'm not going to do this, I'm all, all, would that scare you is what I'm saying, that you might be drafting a monster? I think, I mean, I think absolutely he's going to change the league. But, I mean, he's going to be drafted by a team that doesn't have all the good, you know, all the positions filled. And so he's got to he's got to run with that. He's doing good. USC, their defense is not that great. Not that great. I mean, not, the Notre Dame great. game, they gave up 40 points. So I don't know. But, I mean, he's going to ask for it because he knows he's going to get a lot of what he asked for. Not everything, but a lot of what he asked for. He's yeah, no, it. I get that part. And for thanks, Elaine. Right. Thanks for, Thank you. for checking and, in. And look, they're on a rookie scale. Right. So he's going to get a certain amount of money, and that's it. He, it's he, just he, set he up, right? It. It's not the old days. Right. Uh, right. Brian, in Atlanta, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, B? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Look, um, this is the ugly monster that NIL has created, okay? That's just what I believe. But I was just wondering about you guys. The next time you negotiate your contract with Fox, is there going to be an ownership clause for you? Yeah, we want Chris. We want part of the station. There you go, the network. (laughs) Believe me. Yeah, right. And they would laugh. They would would laugh at us. They would do a Kawhi Leonard. And, and here's the thing, too, Rob. I, I, let's not blame this on NIL because no, no, Eli no. Manning refused to go to the Chargers. Been other like pe- right. Yeah, there have been other this players. Is, this is other this. places. Uh, was it Elway? Elway or was, was going right. to go no, to the No, it was Colts? Elway. El, Elway yeah. was, was going to sign with the Yankees. You remember that? Instead of going right, to. Right, so he wouldn't have to go to the Baltimore Colts. Right, right. Yeah, so, um, no. Yeah, this is this not is new. Not this new. is not new, but the idea of of ownership is what we're just talking like. The more stuff keeps coming out, it just starts to sound like, like you know what I mean, Chris? Like, is this going to be what this is if we get this guy? Well, we're going to ask Randy Mueller, Rob. He's a former NFL executive of the year. 
As you know, he's around the corner, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Former NFL Executive of the Year, now Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, and we can't wait to talk with him, Randy Mueller. Randy, welcome. What's up, Randy? Hey, guys, what's going on? I got my ankle taped for you, man. I'm ready to roll. You ready to go? There you go. <laughs> well, we're going to definitely put you to work. So uh, let's start here. We just Rob and I just got do- done talking about the report that Caleb Williams had actually, you know, it's put it out there that he wants partial ownership of whatever team drafts him. Um, we know there's nothing official in the rule book uh, that that can't happen, but obviously it seems – outlandish first maybe talk quickly about just your thoughts about that even being possible or impossible and then would you you were an executive of the year if you saw a great prospects which Caleb Williams is doing asking for something like that or at least a report that he's interested in something like that would that begin to turn you off or make you question if a guy's worth taking well, first off, I think your guys' take is right. I, I, it's it's utterly ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Right. Um, there have been others before, and I don't want to ridicule the kid, but others have asked for certain things, coaches, other people that are big in, in organizations, and it's, it's not going to happen. Um, if I heard that, I, here's what I would think, Chris. I would question the representation and the advice that he's getting. I wouldn't necessarily think any less of the kid or the or the player in this mm-hmm. case I, I don't still think he knows i think there's a sense of naivety there that you know he he knows very little about the ways of the nfl and and i would question really the representation a little bit just because if they're advising him even to, to think about this it's not going to happen and and that just tells me they are looking for something outside the box i don't think it's a red flag per se but it's nevertheless part of part of the dossier that we build on these kids from you know really the time they become sophomores in college now and and it's it, it, it'll be discussed in his interviews and things like that um i don't think there has ever been a player who i would say yep we're going to give him part ownership of the team that just doesn't make sense to me and, and let's right. talk about this as talented as he is and uh, and he is talented. Yep, yep. There's so many quarterbacks who are taken first, second, or whatever who who don't make it in this league. It, it's not an automatic. And I hear people, oh, he's going to be a, a generational talent and this and that. And 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 there are plenty of why. Why is the? I don't know what the percentage is, Randy. I, can I say? 40% make it, 60 don't, and, you know, really live up to what the billing is. Why is it so hard to make that transition in your mind from a star in college to, uh, you know, a star in the NFL? And, and I brought up Matt Leinart, who didn't come out when he was going to be the first overall pick. He stayed in. He was drafted 10th, right, the next year, Randy, and never yep. had an NFL career. Not a big yeah. No, you're right. I think, and we've talked about it on the show, these jobs are really organizational successes or failures, depending on the people you're with, the competency of the GM, of the coach, of the ownership. There's so many other factors that come in play here. It doesn't mean guys don't make it aren't good. It just means they were put in some crazy situations sometimes. And let's just start with 
the college game is totally different than the pros. So it's not an exact science. You can't project with any certainty. Even if you are a great evaluator, there's still things that are gray about it. If the game is called different, it's managed different, it's, it's a total different mindset. And I just there is a projection. And let's face it, it's not you know, rock solid, like you said. So there's it's it's risky, and I always bristle when people say it's a crapshoot. It's not that, but at this position, there are a lot of things that none of us can control, and so much of the pro game is built on processing and adjusting on the fly. And in college, a lot of times these quarterbacks are just asked to call a play, get in the huddle, call another play. So it's just a total different, really, whole philosophy and way to play the game. Randy, uh, ESPN came out with its midseason All-American team, and uh, Michael Penix Jr. was the quarterback, not Caleb Williams, and Jaden Daniels was the backup, not Caleb Williams. So he he wasn't, at least according to ESPN, one of the top two quarterbacks so far. Are those guys on his level? Like, how do you compare those two to yeah, him? Is he far and away the best player uh, or are those guys maybe as good, or, or if not better? Well, I have not studied them all closely, Chris, but I do think that my experience in doing this tells me he's the best. Now, there are detailed things that I'm sure we all want to change. Um, the other players that you mentioned, I mean, I live in Seattle, so I've seen the Penix show, and he's a good player. Um, I don't know that he is on that level. I don't know that Jaden Daniels is on that level, but Jaden Daniels has been good since – you know, four years ago. So right. pro, pro scouts know about these guys. Pro scouts not only know about them, they've already got a, a, probably six or eight opinions on each of these guys. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know how the process goes. The guy at the top always gets picked apart, and everybody's right. going to nitpick them for the next six or eight months and figure out what's wrong with them. And, and that's part of it, and, and you have to be able to withstand that. I always say part of the process is the process, <laughs> and sometimes that's not kind. Chris and I, we talked yesterday uh, about Justin Herbert after the the loss on Monday night. Uh, And Chris and I, I think, Chris, we agree, we would drop him to second tier. We get they love his size and like a Greek god and his size and his arm strength and all that. But there are a lot of fourth quarter interceptions, a lot of games that he doesn't finish out or can't bring his team back. And I get it. He's handicapped by his head coach. There's no if, ands, or but. If he took some of the points and some of the situations, they probably would have more wins. But has he lived up to expectations? Because everybody loves him. And I remember one preseason poll a couple of years ago even had him higher than Patrick Mahomes. People loved this kid. Yeah, I, I think the, the consistency is, is alarming. The accuracy that was, you know, the other night was alarming. Or the he lack missed of two touchdowns. Didn't he miss two, yeah. two, two touchdowns? Yeah. The, the margin for error at the NFL level, as we all know, is very fine. And you can get away with that in college. I think Justin Herbert is a top 10 quarterback, maybe a top six quarterback at times. But there, the, the refinement of one is throwing motion to being so, you know, erratic at times. Sometimes he's a victim of his own athleticism and size. You mentioned some of the skill sets he has. I'm not sure that, that he, you know, really has to be as sharp a lot of times. But in that game, he wasn't sharp. And you're right. I think the Chargers are the Chargers, and, and there is some 
some handicapping there, as you as you you know alluded to. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's tier two for me. He's probably lower tier one for sure. If we're going to use that that gauge, um, but I agree with you. There are times when he seems to spit the bit and let me down too, and and I see it like you do. How where are you at? I mean, obviously this guy is tre- tremendous, uh, Josh Allen. But he is also very inconsistent, and it just – it seems like the team's taking on that personality as well. So we know how great he is, but what if he were your quarterback, what would you try to be doing to help him out, whether it's getting more consistency or getting more help or whatever? Because obviously he's great, but he's not at the level he needs to be for that team to win the Super Bowl. So what would you – what would kind of be your focal – points to help him become even better than he is? Well, I think for one thing, a consistent running game, that's going to help be helpful. And if you want to add, you know, people around him, it probably should start up front for that reason. I'd be thrilled to have him. I think he's really good. I understand what everybody says about him. I think he's gotten better the last month. And ever since the first week, he's tried to play more within himself. I think that the toll that his body takes, if he doesn't, is going to come back to bite him. These are long seasons, 17 games, and you just can't keep punishing yourself like some of these guys do. Heck, we found out what happened with Anthony Richardson after five games in Indianapolis. He's used to running over people, and you can't run over people in the NFL because they're big and strong just like you. So I don't know. I'm not alarmed by Josh Allen at all. I think the Bills are a good team. The, The only loss that the loss over in London, I think, can be explained. I think they're still in the hunt to, to be the best team in the AFC and to be a legitimate Super Bowl threat. Last thing, we only got about 45 seconds, one minute max. Uh, Kyler Murray's coming back off the pop list. Um, you know, some people thought, Chris even did, that they were going to keep him out and try to tank and be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. He has to play if he's healthy, doesn't he? I would think so. I think the problem is, and I don't know what their agenda is, um, I surely wouldn't rush him back. And now that they've started that 21-day window, they're on the clock. But it doesn't mean that he has to play. And I think they want to see him in person. You know, this is a new staff that has not seen him do much in person at all. So they want to see that. The other thing is we got a trade deadline coming up in two weeks, and I'm not suggesting that they're trying to move him, but it benefits them to say he's healthy and ready to roll. And I think that opens some options, at least for them. They're, they're, they're probably going nowhere this year. Their number one goal has to be to find out if he's the future or not. How do they make the Pro Bowl twice? I don't think the Pro Bowl, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it means anything. I think the Pro Bowl is, is, a, is a popularity contest now. Tyler and lost Huntley the made it last year. <laughs> yeah, you're true about that, Some Randy. of it. I think I was next on the list if Huntley hadn't been involved. <laughs> my gosh. You're right, Randy. Wow. It's just my, I mean, come on. All right, yeah. Randy, great stuff as man, always, we appreciate man. Thanks you. Thanks a Thank lot. You. All right, so much for the Cardinals, Rob. You just brought them up. Uh, tanking. We'll get into that next. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, we are live from the TireRack.com studios. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you all get also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out the eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rob G. Rob brought it up uh, to Randy Mueller about Kyler Murray. Explain to us what's going on there in Arizona. That's right. Kyler Murray coming off the torn ACL he suffered last season. So everybody's, you know, kind of assumed the Cardinals aren't going anywhere. They're tanking. Kyler Murray's got a less than stellar reputation in in Phoenix. So maybe they're just going to tell him to shut it down for the season, take these L's, we'll tank, and then we'll draft whatever quarterback we can get before trading Kyler Murray. Well, today, all that changed when he returned to practice, full go, no restrictions, and the team has officially opened the 21-day IR return window, which means all signs point to him returning, maybe not this Sunday, but as early as next Sunday for the Arizona Cardinals. Rob, I'm playing him. 
If he's healthy and he's ready to go, I'm playing him. I'm with for you. For several reasons. Right? Number one, they play hard. Obviously, they beat the Cowboys. They're one in five, but they beat the Cowboys. And they play hard enough, Rob. Clearly, the new coach, Jonathan Gannon, is not trying to tank and trying to lose. He's trying to set a winning culture. They're going to win a few more games. You know, they they're, they play a hard brand of football. They're going to win a few more games, whether Joshua Dobbs who's actually playing pretty well for what you expect, or Kyler Murray's their quarterback. So I don't know that the tanking thing will work anyway. But secondly, Rob, let's say they hypothetically do get the number one pick and they want Caleb Williams. You're going to have to trade Kyler Murray. Right. And right now his reputation is kind of like mud. And so you need him to go out there and play well. And That's a good point. And clean up and clean up Yep. The, the thoughts of him and what people think of him. Like, 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 if he goes out and plays well, Chris, and does some stuff, you go, this guy could play. We need a yep. quarterback. If they don't want him, we'll take him. Absolutely. Like, even if Chicago is thinking, you know, maybe they'll be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Well, okay, you're going to have to trade Justin. And so, and he's played, you know, he wasn't good this week. He's hurt now. We'll see what ends up happening with him. But you need these guys to establish their value. Because when it gets late, Justin's in his third year, you know, now it's like, well, the teams that already drafted you get antsy at that point because it's like, what do we have to do? We going to pay this guy or what? So another team to take him on, they better feel like he can really play if they're going to take him on that late in his deal. And as far as, you know, Kyler, obviously, he does already have the money, Rob. But, um, you know, he's going to have to he's going to have to um, show some people he can play. It's, a ma- play. it's amazing where he is. You remember he pouted, uh, had that terrible playoff game. We said that the, they should wait a year, Chris. They didn't wait. They gave it to him. And look at where we are. I mean, I, this is not what I thought Kyler Murray would be here. Did you? No, I mean, look, now you and I both, we first guessed it. We said no way w- would we pay him. There was no reason to rush year. to pay him. That was right. it. Right. Now, he was playing well. He was looking good. and But it wasn't, you know, he's small. He had been injured. And it, you and his actions, too, sure. Chris, turned me off. His actions. Yeah, the way he, like, cut him off social media just really went at him. The Cardinals. Um so, yeah, we both were like, we would not have paid him. Now, it would have been a headache because obviously he was upset, would have been upset, but it's been a headache anyway. You paid him and it's a headache. And they knew clearly, Rob, that there was an issue with his study habits. They, they tried to put it in his contract. They did, and then it got embarrassing, so they took it out. But clearly they knew there were some issues there and now they've got this huge albatross of a contract for a guy they may or may not want. And and look, Rob, he might be the guy. I mean, so you just got to play him. You pay these guys to play. It's as simple as that. And if he's healthy, play him. It's not, it's not even a difficult decision for me. I'm with you. I think that that uh uh you get, if he's if he's healthy, he plays. If he's not, that's one thing. But I I definitely believe you got to play him. No doubt, no doubt. So I'm interested to see what Kyler does. And you brought this up, Rob, when we were talking to Randy. 
Uh, you said, well, how how did he make two Pro Bowls? Which he did not get it. The Pro Bowls become a joke. No, I know, but, but he still did have some good seasons. Like he, you know what he I was, was saying, legitimate... right? Like like yeah. you could say you could poo poo it all you want, but he did. He one year I think he beat out uh, Stafford or Brady. Uh, don't you remember? Rob, his rookie year he threw twenty touchdowns, twelve picks. Next year, twenty six touchdowns, twelve picks, and then twenty four touchdowns. And 10 picks. I, and I, I'm just going to own it. I remember saying I would take him. I, I thought Lamar was better, but I thought Kyler had more of a throwing future, so to speak, than Lamar. So I was like, I'll take Kyler. I, that would have been the wrong move. But I, I, I was thinking at one point in his career, I would take him over Lamar. And so he did play well. It wasn't all smoke and mirrors. It wasn't like he fooled everybody. So there is something in there. We'll see if he can... Realize it again. Keep it locked. Two hours, an hour left. Ah, a couple. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.